Uh, sup? Now listen, I know you're gonna, I know you're gonna do it. I know it's happening. I'm prepared. No, there's, there's no music today. The what? There's no music today. <laughs> Don't you dare! What? Are you- <laughs> There's, there's just you're not doing it. You just stopped. No. No, I don't yeah. believe it. You're not no. gonna trick me this time. Uh, it's the last episode of the season. Uh, but don't worry, <laughs> we'll 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 probably have people are literally demanding to come on to be allowed to pop off. The people need to pop off is what we've. They learned. do. So yeah. We'll likely have a couple of uh, pop off episodes. And then, oh. What the? Ah! I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> That's a good one, though. That's a good one. Brother Bellas in the back, sweet singers in the front, cruising down the freeway in the hot, hot, hot sun. Suddenly, red, blue lights flash out from trumpet. Loud voice booming, please step out onto the line. Ballet bridge words of comfort, seen just hide the eyes. Policeman taps the shades and sell a Chevy 69. How bizarre. How bizarre. How bizarre. From the Otora Millionaires Club. Mm. A New Zealand music group. Is that what OMC stands for? <laughs> yeah. The Otara Millionaires Club. See, there's something asked, new every day, yeah. See, I'm 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 yeah, Otara Millionaires Club. Okay. I if you asked me what OMC stood for, I would have said Outboard Marine Corporation. <laughs> <laughs> well so. yeah, I mean of of course those of us in the know understand that Otara is uh, one of the poorest uh, neighborhoods yeah. in Auckland, so you know. It's a oh little tongue in cheek. Both of the both of the leads of OMC have passed away. Hmm. That's oh, Polly and Phil. Yeah, they're oh. both in their forties. Jeez, degenerate suffering years from a chronic degenerative disease, progressive demilitating polyneuropathy. Oh my gosh, multiple yeah. sclerosis. Jeez, Louise. Yeah, not these, great. These fellas turned out quite a song. Yeah, aren't they? Uh, are they? Uh, Polynesian of some. I remember that being a thing, uh, only because I, I knew a lot of Polynesian people, uh, and they they were yes super uh, proud to rep OMC. Yes, that's correct. They are Polynesian. <clears throat> so, yeah, that's pretty cool. Polynesian and Maori, so which I guess is a kind of Polynesian. But anyway, yeah, I don't know even know if it's Polynesian's like a a good um, term to use anymore. They're Pacific Islander indigenous people or yeah. something. Mm-hmm. I don't, I could, I only saying that cause I don't know what, I mean, one of them is Maori, but I don't know. They only released the one album. Hmm. Hmm. Well, well I, maybe that's, uh, you know, that's all they needed to release is the thing. Genres, pop rap, acoustic rock, and Latin. Pop rap. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> shall we start the show? Oh yeah, uh, what are we doing? Yeah, I have uh, no, I have no idea. What we're, we're starting doing. with gas station comestibles corner, and this one is mostly oh. you. Uh, very yeah, excited. inshallah, I will survive this. Um, I was at the gas station this morning, and there was um, several new things that I hadn't seen. A couple mm. of old ones, but that I grabbed. So uh, starting off the list, they got. I'm back on my wrap snacks, baby. Yeah. Um, 
This one says hard work pays off. Doubt, doubt it. Um, <laughs> this is from Lil Baby. Uh, little baby. Not, not the, the fl- baby, but Lil Baby. Not the baby, Lil Baby. Yeah. Um, nice. All, this is all in flavor. So all these are potato flavor. chips that are salt and vinegar, barbecue, onion, garlic, and more. And more. Yeah, on the package, it says, no matter what you are going through in life, remember family is everything. Stay solid, stay woke, and take advantage of every opportunity that is provided to you. Because like they say in life, nothing lasts forever. With actual potatoes as our starting point, we continue to add distinct notes of salt and vinegar, barbecue, onion, and garlic to the mix. And that's just the beginning. This bag is perfect for individuals who require everything at once. Um, I Aaron, require everything at once. <laughs> Aaron, in your in your opinion, do you require everything <laughs> do, at once? I do require everything at once. <laughs> give, give, me, give me all. Okay, uh, here we go. Whoa! Woo! Oh yeah. man! Hmm. Mm, that's zingy. Zingy. Uh, it's it's fucking mangan. <laughs> Hey, no spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, um, that dog ate every speck of that avocado. It's act, it's pretty good. Um, what it mostly ends up tasting like, it's like a vinegar barbecue sauce, mm-hmm. which is pretty good, but it is really strong. Yeah. Like, well, um, it, I mean, it's, it's a little listen. like. I eat I eat enough the quantity of salt and vinegar chips I eat is I can no longer taste. Like I know I'm done consuming them because this acid is worn away in my, my all taste buds <laughs> in my mouth. So I'm not like a wimp or anything. These yeah. are like really zingy, like the kind that makes your eyes squint and tear up. Right. You know? Well, again, everything at once. So Every, everything at once. Yeah. Um Okay. Now I'm gonna wash now. that down with this is Mountain Dew Maui Burst. Maui Burst, okay. I also got, and I'm concerned because sort the of a companion the, um, to Baja Blast. Yeah, it's a a a bl- Dew with a blast of pineapple flavor with other natural flavors, so it's like a pineapple Dew. Okay, um, yeah. And it's the, the it's the bottle is very hard, like like there's a lot of gas in here. A concerning amount, <laughs> and uh, it's uh the 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 do the the due date the, the d e w date the due date yeah <laughs> is August eighth twenty two so um tomorrow okay so <laughs> so you know I don't what? know we're if right this, on time uh, we'll see so, yeah. let's open this up and hope it doesn't spray all over me because it's oh there's like almost nothing. It's like barely fizzing. <laughs> what the heck? Why was it so hard then? Uh, okay, here we go. Um, I don't know. This also has a sort of chapsticky thing going on. Mm-hmm. It's. I'm in the mood for some water. It's not great. Yeah. I'll try it later. Drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll check in. Uh, you know, I'm not. I'm on. not. I'm not sure. I'm a fan. I don't know why everything tastes like uh, cherry chapstick now. 
Okay, this next thing is um if you, you you now you've had this is like the Ruffles flavor is sour cream and onion, right? Uh if you say so. I'm not a big potato chip person. Or, or sorry. The Ruffles flavor is cheddar and sour cream. That's the one everyone gets. I uh think. yeah. Now I am not a big I don't I don't get a lot of ruffles. Uh, You're not a chipman or a ruffles no, man? Yeah, right, exactly. Um you don't you don't like potato chips much at all. Well, yeah, no, I'd rather have fries if I'm going to have potatoes, oh, you know. Oh, well. I see that they brought yes, the uh, ruffles nice. all dressed flavor uh from uh from Canada to the US. Yes, I've had that and I know we're on a Canadian podcasting network. Um well, it's half Canadian. Half Canadian podcasting network. Uh so I don't want to I really don't want to offend anybody, but uh, all dressed is trash. It's just, it's all the flavors not balanced. It's just bad. It doesn't, I don't understand why they love it so much. Good for them. Yeah. They I invented- think we're okay because we were pretty harsh on, on Tim Hortons last week and I heard no complaints <laughs> about that at all. So yeah. I love, I love the ketchup chips they do up there. Ketchup chips are good, but. All dressed is garbage. Yeah. So this is flaming hot uh, cheddar and sour cream. Okay. So, so they cheddar took the cheddar and sour, and sour cream, cream, but with the flaming hot. With the flaming hot, and this is um, LeBron James branded. Of course. So. Yeah. So let's he, see. How he these made are. these chips. In case you're wondering what he's been up to, he's making these chips by himself. No, not winning NBA finals. That's for sure. Um. Now, did you know that ruffles have ridges? This is something that they like to make mention of. Yeah, I've, I've noticed that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's hard to not. These notice. are pretty. I'm sorry, I'm not talking much because these are really good. Yeah. Um, uh, they are. I mean, should I just spicy. continue and we'll we'll come back to you after you've eaten? Them? <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, these are really good. Uh, well, I think uh, unfortunately you have one more thing on the list here. So, oh, I do. Okay. Um, okay, I'm tasting. I'm tasting the the chapstick less. It's, it's good. that's good. Um, that's good. Yeah. The other thing is we have something around here. Uh, if any of you have driven from like L.A. to Las Vegas, you'll pass a town called Baker, which has the world's largest thermometer. Um. Uh, hmm. Okay. Which is hilarious because in Baker you only got to use like the top thirty percent of the thermometer because right. it's yeah. so hot. Um. <laughs> but it's like a nice. It's like a little truck stop. There's like gas stations and stuff there. Some yeah. diners and things. And a company out of there is Alien Fresh Jerky. Mm-hmm. So it's um like UFO themed beef jerky. Um. Interesting. And the. Since that's like kind of a nearby area, um, they tend to sell the alien beef jerky in gas stations around here too. So this is their space cowboy pepper beef jerky. I've never had this one. I have had one that's delicious. It was teriyaki and pepper. I've always yeah, like I'm looking at that one. Pe- pepper teriyaki beef jerky. Yeah, because mm. I've always like whenever I go to get beef jerky, I'm usually either getting pepper or teriyaki. And every time I get one, I'm like, man, I wish I had the other. So it's like the perfect combo of both. This one's just pepper, though. Um, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's just like right up the middle beef jerky. 
They've got a flavor Pep- called uh, Weed Killer. <laughs> I've had that one. It is uh, not good on your uh, intestinal tract. I will tell you that. It, yeah. It, it kills more than weeds, man. Yeah. That one was rough. <laughs> they've got... um. They have barbecue on of, the moon. I think I've had that. I've also one. got one called Road Killer. Ro- or sorry, Road Kill. The Road Kill one, I I think is pretty good too. Yeah. Alien, um, the, Alien Extreme Hot Beef Jerky, formerly known as Colon Cleaner. Hmm. That one is really bad. Yeah. I was not good. The Southwest Hot. That one's really good. It's like red pepper. Yeah. Abducted cow pineapple teriyaki. Hmm. Yeah, that one's the bomb. Lemon pepper. Lemon pepper is almost never good. Do you feel that? Like when you get a lemon pepper something? Yeah. It's either the best or just not good. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, that's my snacks. (laughs) That's the snacks. Um, We also have, this is a, 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 a video I saw on Twitter this week that I just have to share. This is a, a British child who has tried a drink. I've just started this Calypso. It is fucking minging. Paradise Punch Lemonade. It is fucking minging. Suck your dad. It's minging. It's fucking minging. I've just... <laughs> so there you go. It's fucking minging. <laughs> Suck your dad. <laughs> Calypso, uh, Calypso lemonades, like those things are like 800% sugar. Like (laughs) they're very sugary and the flavor is overpowering. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not surprised. Yeah. I can understand you give that to a person in the UK and they would have a a hard time with it. They would, yeah. Determine that it's, it's fucking minging. Yeah. Um, (laughs) have you heard Um, about the, uh, the cracker barrel situation? I saw that there was some sort of fr- fracas. Fracas, discourse. Fracas, what people were saying. Yeah. I saw a lot of people saying, I'm sick of it. Yeah. Uh, and that, that, you know, this is to me a vile act, et cetera. People saying so, that it's Orwellian. <laughs> All right, slow down. <laughs> so uh, nowadays, the like fake meat uh, is popular. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> like the impossible meat and whatnot. Um, and so possible meat that's that's what they called me back in college uh-huh um and still today uh so <laughs> cracker barrel has uh uh begun offering impossible sausage uh on its menu uh-huh um and this has made a lot of cracker barrel uh customers who tend to be you know cracker barrels tend to be on like highways and more suburban or rural areas so they tend to have sort of a more conservative clientele and they were very upset about this um a lot of them seem to think that cracker barrel was replacing like regular sausage with the impossible sausage which is not the case yeah um, but yeah uh on the face on their facebook page uh comments such as all the more reason to stop eating a cracker barrel this is not what cracker barrel was to be all about this so is which i simply ask what is cracker barrel supposed to be about <laughs> this, this is not what 
Cracker Barrel is supposed to be all about. Yeah. I just lost respect for a once great Tennessee company. <laughs> I just lost respect for a once great Tennessee company. If, if I wanted a salad, I would, in fact, order a salad. Stop with the plant-based meat crap. Oh, no. The Cracker Barrel has gone woke. It really is the end times, another comment. Oh, no, they're going to go, well, you, you know what comes so, next. They're going to go broke. You go woke, you go broke, baby. <laughs> uh, I I think um, that this is overblown um, because, number one, who cares? And, number two, if you're getting if you're getting the sausage at Cracker Barrel, you are a fool. That's not what you oh. get for your breakfast what, at Cracker Barrel. What do you Barrel? get? I've bacon. never been to Cracker Barrel. You got to get bacon. bacon. Yeah, their sausage isn't very good. And I, you know, I don't really trust that the Impossible sausage would be much better. So, you know. Uh, they, but they, I mean, they have like so many breakfast protein options because their whole thing is like, we're country cooking. So, you know, I wouldn't worry about it. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. I'm, so. I, I, you know what? I'll, I've decided I'm just never going to go to a Cracker Barrel. I just... <laughs> You know, it that's, sounds like it's too fraught. It's too fraught. It's too politically. Probably, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. You know, Cracker Barrel was for me like the road trip meal because you could almost oh. always find one off the highway. So we'd we'd usually yeah. get like dinner there during a road trip. But like, I don't really seek it out. You know, <laughs> I'm not like, boy, I really want to go to Cracker Barrel. So anyway. Uh, people get uh, the culture war is just so funny. I love like to a, go to a, a restaurant where there's a rusty old uh, saw hanging over my head. <laughs> but just like out of everything going on right now, imagine being able to get mad about changing the sausage, even though that's not what's happening. Getting mad like, enough you think to declare you're not gonna go there anymore. It's like, oh please, you know, like come on, <laughs> like chill out. How bizarre. This was, um... Ooh, baby. <laughs> I forgot about this part. Be crazy! Every time I um, go around. <laughs> this, uh, this song was on my... I've talked about it before, but there was a playlist of songs that played during lunch my freshman and sophomore year of high school. Uh-huh. Like they would play music in the quad, you know, while you got your lunch. This was on it. And and the 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 track was not the the, the mixtape was not long enough for the whole lunch. So you heard everything on it about three or four times. <laughs> that was on it. Mm. That was definitely on it. Ooh, um baby. Um you've put something in here about razors. Um <laughs> Are we talking like cartridge or safety? This is like we Gillette? are talking about uh, the the th the razors of the mind. Uh, hmm, okay. So it's a term for like a rule. I'm of suddenly thumb less interested that you can apply. <laughs> but basically, I'm looking at the. I was looking at this website. This this was. I don't know where this was sent to me from from somewhere. But someone like, cursed you with this. There was a path that I was on at one point in my life doing like web development stuff. 
And uh-huh. if I stayed on that path, this is the guy I would have become. So oh, it's dear. like an interesting thing to look back and be like. <laughs> Join 100,000 plus others who received the Curiosity Chronicle. The Curiosity Chronicle has quickly become one of the most popular newsletters for growth-minded individuals in the world. <laughs> By not, Sahil Bloom. I'm not actually growth-minded because that sounds like hard work. Uh and I won't be doing. Yeah, that. I want my um, I want my 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 brain to just stay the size it is. Thank you very much. Yeah, I'm comfortable says here, with it. Join a hundred thousand others who are receiving high signal, curiosity inducing content <laughs> every single week. What does high oh, signal mean? High here? signal, that's, man. That's that's like an electrical engineering term. What are you talking about? No, this this newsletter's got those monster cables, man. It's gold plated. It's high signal, baby. Newsletter is high signal. It needs to be attenuated. <laughs> it's blowing out my front end. so this is that's how evil this stuff is you know this stuff is now more than ever man it just keeps happening um so sahil bloom has this newsletter and uh he has a list of uh of razors which are like a rule of thumb you know you probably heard of like Occam's razor. A razor is a rule of thumb that simplifies decision making. Humans are wired to take shortcuts in our decision making. These shortcuts can lead us astray, but when used appropriately, these shortcuts can be extremely valuable. So this is like this is like uh, you know, late two thousands, early twenty tens life hack yeah. content, but yeah. dressed up uh-huh. as like hustle content instead. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly what it is. Like you could take this, I could paste it in, into like a fake <laughs> life hacker post from like 2013 and be like, you know, top 10 uh, decision making. But look at the design, Andrew. Look at the muted colors and the very faint texture on everything. Yeah. And how, um, I mean, it, this is exactly what I would have built. This is yeah. me. This is shit I would have done. Okay, let's mm. get into the razors. Uh, we are holding back on right. the people. First, we got well, the Feynman razor. Uh huh. Um, that's Richard Feynman, not like fine man. Uh, although if, if you if you he's can't, quite dapper, if you can't explain it to a five year old, you don't really understand it. I guess is the the, yeah. the catchy thing. If yeah, someone uses is, a lot of complex complexity and jargon to explain something, they probably don't understand it. I don't. That probably is load bearing. <laughs> Because <laughs> I I can think of some things that I know a lot about that require a lot of complexity and jargon to explain. Uh, that's the nature of you know complex systems. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I get the gist of it, but it goes off the rails. The second razor, we're already in some interesting territory. The luck razor. Why don't mm. you go ahead and read that first sentence under the luck razor? Uh, when choosing between two paths, choose the path that has a larger luck surface area. <laughs> yeah, man, how do you? T- <laughs> uh, yeah, how, how do you, you evaluate that? I, th- I think if you area. knew, I think if you knew which one it, which one had that, you wouldn't need to like m- use a razor in your decision making, right? Like by much definition, of what we, much of what we call luck is actually the macro result of one thousands of micro actions. Your daily habits put you in a position where "quote unquote" luck is more likely to strike. It's hard to get lucky watching TV at home. It's easy to get lucky when you're engaging in learning physically or digitally. Spend more I mean, time on things that increase your luck surface area. Well, I don't know. Am I going to get am I going to get taxed by, uh, you know, my acreage of luck? I'm confused. 
what are they talking about surface area of luck when we really what we all want is volume of luck right exactly like density yeah. of luck even? yeah since when is <laughs> luck isn't simply two-dimensional i would argue <laughs> you know like in a petersonian sense um the, ar- luck, the arena the arena razor this stuff is very petersonian arena, yeah when, when faced, faced with two paths, <laughs> choose the path that puts you in the arena. Now, I'm going to take this literally, and I'm just going to end up at Nationwide <laughs> Arena here in Columbus like all the time. <laughs> yeah, everything I do, I'm like, I started, sorry, boss, I tried to come into work, and I, uh, I ended up at, uh, at the Coliseum. I don't know this what's is, going on. This is some of the worst advice I've ever seen. It's just preposterous to me. It's easy to throw rocks from the sidelines. It's scary and lonely in the arena, but it's where growth happens. Once you're in the arena, never take advice from people on the sidelines. Yeah, okay. I love this stuff because it's like, here's what you need to do. Have contempt for everybody, okay? That's the first step to success is put yourself in the divided class away from everyone else so you're special and important. And then anybody who tries to tell you, hey, uh, I think you're kind of going off the rails here. You can be like, well, that's easy for you to say because you're in this other distinct class I've created. <laughs> so he'll note, the point on advice is a very important one. Most advice sucks. You have to build, quote, Fix advice signal. filters, unquote, that help you take the <laughs> signal and skip the noise. One such filter is to never take advice from someone who isn't in the arena. Their map is entirely formed from outside looking in and is unlikely to provide value for someone in the game. I would note um, that coaches are typically on the sidelines and not in the <laughs> arena. <laughs> Great but metaphor sure. you've got there, buddy. Yeah. What if we what if we expanded it a little bit, huh? Yeah. Um, the optimist the optimist razor, razor. <laughs> uh when choosing who to spend time with prioritize spending more time with optimists pessimists see closed doors optimists see open doors and probably kick down closed doors along the way remember pessimists sound smart optimists get rich i know i kind of rather would sound smart personally <laughs> yeah, i value I mean, the, smartness the, more than <laughs> the premise of this show uh, goes against this We'd yeah. have to stop the show right now. Um, Taleb's yeah, look that. the part test. Nassim Nicholas Taleb famously way, proposed a rule from his best-selling book, Skin in the Game. Uh, Nassim Nicholas Taleb is NM Taleb on Twitter, and uh, I'm pretty sure we've clowned on him at least once or twice because he's uh, one of these goofy Twitter guys, you know, <laughs> yeah, in the style of the Matty one... Glacius or Connor Frieder's dork. Whatnot. S- simply the one who doesn't look the part conditional of having made a sort of successful career in his profession had to have much to overcome in terms of perception i i like is this english i'm reading so i get so it's if forced to choose between two options of seemingly equal merit choose the one that doesn't look the part and i just want to say here that this is terrible advice if you're repairing a thing <laughs> That's so That's the thing weird. is if you if you take this advice which is all like metaphorical and then you try to apply it to like the practice of for example what I did today repairing a shower faucet you suddenly realize how ridiculous most of this <laughs> advice is you know I feel like it should be a war like if you, like showing this to like um to somebody who's like on the spectrum is like should be considered a war crime it's yeah. like that's exactly the problem with all this like it's all metaphor and it's all like appeals to the part of your brain that's like oh well okay i guess i can make that make sense but like <laughs> for as i understand it people on the spectrum looking at something like this it's like that's 
that's in what? <laughs> like that doesn't make any sense. And they're correct. Mm. Uh it's all baloney. The Listen mode razor. <laughs> The gratitude razor. not even a razor. Oh, the gratitude yeah, no, razor. What's that? When in doubt, choose to show more gratitude to the people who have mentored or supported you. Say thank you more. Tell someone you appreciate them. Lean into gratitude daily and your life will improve. I don't think that's a... Yeah. They, they try to make that into like a decision razor thing, but that's... It's not really... It, say thanks more is, is not a razor. <laughs> Um, listen mode if you encounter someone with opinions or perspectives very different from your own listen twice as much as you speak um yeah sale this sounds like a good idea yeah <laughs> maybe we don't make a website like you're the expert the on rooms if you have a choice making. between entering two rooms choose the room where you're more likely to be the dumbest one in the room so well shit i was i was looking at uh opportunity surface area yeah luck surface Your area luck surface now I'm, area. oh my gosh how many different things do i got uh, making a decision is impossible the young and old test make decisions that your 80 year old self and your 10 year old self would be proud of what <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is oh so God, weird there's, there's so much the, the duck tests okay so if it looks like here. it does the same handless i mean we there's one here, fair, the lion razor. If you have the choice, always choose to sprint, then rest. Most people are not wired to work nine to five. It's a remnant of the industrial age. Uh, if your goal is to do inspired creative work, you have to work like a lion. Sprint when inspired, rest, repeat. I, a lot of people can't do that. Yeah, like, I mean, that that does sound quite nice, but it sounds like something a made-up tech worker job type person could do and not a normal actual worker. Like, but I would note that one of the reasons that, that humans are above lions on the food chain is because uh, we, <laughs> we are more efficient at our movement and energy expenditure by not sprinting and then resting. Um, <laughs> because when the lion rests, that's when the human who has just been sort of following behind, uh, you know, Catches can up. suddenly strike. Yeah. So, you know, let your guard down. Sure. <clears throat> <laughs> the opinion yeah. razor oh no I, I think we've got to move on from this guy because we've I mean he's well, taken serious says, territory uh, out of just says I never allow myself to have an opinion on anything that I don't know the other side's argument better than they do um, what okay I don't know that's from Charlie Munger one of the uh, Berkshire Hathaway goons so I don't who really is care who they in this situation that's I so don't weird. know if you can't state the opposition's argument clearly, you haven't earned an opinion. I don't know that that is pretty sure I'm allowed to have an opinion regardless of how informed or not I am. Certainly other people are because I'm running into yeah. them all the time. Doesn't, doesn't stop, doesn't stop yeah, them. Many such uh, cases. Speaking of those kind of people, um, you want to go to our, our returning vertical this week called, oh, absolutely, dude, for sure. Uh, yeah, you filled this up and then I filled this up. So this <laughs> vertical is absolutely bursting with content. Yeah, I'll try not to get too uh, caught up. Uh, the first one, first, first one, one you is have JD future Vance. Ohio Senator J.D. Vance. Uh, <laughs> actually, I wonder how he's doing in the polls right now. I don't think he's doing very well, is he? I mean, he kind of doesn't appeal to anyone. Like he's 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 trying to pretend to be working class, but like he's not you know and like so he doesn't i don't know who he appeals to yeah he's down by like uh four points or more so anyway 
which is nice. kind of surprising because uh, his opponent is Tim Ryan, who is not exactly an inspirational, <laughs> or, you know. So good. Yeah, he's uh, this is from a tweet that he made. What you check the check the date on this, Andrew? Uh, this is from September fifth, twenty twenty one. So this is um, uh, this is just uh, not quite a little a year under ago. a year ago. Yeah. Alex Jones is far more reputable source of information than Rachel Maddow. One of them is censored by the regime, the other promoted by it. Yeah, ironic given <laughs> that Alex Jones has just been ordered to pay like 40 some million dollars for uh, you know, blatantly lying about the Sandy Hook massacre being JD you know, JD Vance obviously knows how to read the tea leaves and see the future. He's he's obviously on the pulse of what's happening. Yeah. I should so. note here he's also quote tweeting a tweet by Glenn Greenwald. So there you go. <laughs> you know, just something to keep in mind there. Yeah, um, two two people that I hope have a very good time. Yep. Yeah. I I would like JD Vance. You know, JD Vance's whole thing is that he he got popular because he wrote, uh, uh, you know, Hillbilly Elegy, which is like a memoir of um, growing up in Middletown, Ohio, poor, but then also mm-hmm. seeing like even more people, even more poor family in Kentucky. And like, so yeah. he sort of is stealing like poor Kentucky and valor. And I kind of just, I don't really want to impose him upon the folks of Kentucky, but I do want him to leave Ohio. Go away. <laughs> Fair enough. What if, what if, what if he left? And he went straight into a volcano. What about what that, that? Yeah, that sounds good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I like this it. one's nice. from from a favorite of the show, uh, John At John, John Favreau. If you want your candidate to win, you got to shape up. <laughs> so this is what John Favreau had to say. Uh, remember in November that Republicans in this Congress voted against capping the price of insulin, but went to the mat to defend billionaire tax cheats. Um, it's funny because this is constantly, I've put in the show notes, the famous Democratic battle cry song. Uh, surely they'll pay for this eventually. Yeah, they'll definitely <laughs> face consequences for that at some point. <laughs> Don't worry, they did just have a I victory. They're, they're just around the, listen, they're just around listen, the corner. They just kicked our ass, but my friend is coming home. He's coming. I swear. I know he's in Canada right now, but he's coming. He's going to come to visit. He's going to kick your asses, okay? (laughs) So pathetic. Let me speak to your manager. What a bunch of losers. (laughs) No, not even let me speak to your manager. Is like, I'm going to find your manager's number. (laughs) Okay. When my boss gets here, you're going to be so owned. Uh, this next one is uh being owned what speaking of getting owned uh space force this guy posted an interesting interesting photo uh this is from some i don't know tnt john 717 on twitter it's just some guy i don't even know how i found this it's a photo (laughs) of it's a photo of a a hat for the space force and then like a it's upside down yeah and then like a uh drawing of uh satan or you know beelzebub however you want baphomet baphomet yeah yeah um and the idea is this sort of horned goat figure looks vaguely reminiscent to this space force uh design upside down Uh, (laughs) and when you say vaguely uh, it's it's yeah mm-hmm. like not really at all vaguely i guess there's a star in the middle 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. That uh, they think is, oh, well, there's a star on Baphomet's head, so. <laughs> and then there's a ca- the caption is kind of suspi- suspicious, don't you think? So, yeah. Uh, yeah I, don't, so- I don't really think it's suspicious. I think you need to go touch grass. <laughs> the, the replies to this also are are really good if you want to have a fun time click on this link and just read all of the replies to this i won't go into them but it's interesting um this next one i found um andrew what would you do if you went to a birthday party (laughs) (laughs) it was a child's birthday party and the cake looked like this what would you do uh, I would take a picture of it and then laugh about it, but I wouldn't, uh, would not probably take it as seriously as the person making this tweet took it. Yeah. So. Th- this person made this tweet that says, this is so disgusting. What kind of a parent would order a cake like this for a child's birthday party? You need your child taken away from you. And it's funny because they got this from cakerex.com. Cause it's, yeah, cause it's is, watermarked this is on the bottom cake of the cake that I guess is meant to look sort of like a castle, but the towers of the castle look, uh, phallic. Yeah. Uh, they're the they're idea like that pink this is, and there's three of them. The idea that this is purposeful is, uh, rather ridiculous. It's preposterous but that, this, to me. This Twitter person went out and found this and decided to get mad about it and tweet about it. Yeah. It's just so funny. Really, this is a lot about the quality of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, on this website for sure. Um, Harry Reid fan. I, I found a guy. I found a guy. <laughs> uh, whose whose entire thing is that he's a he's basically like a Harry Reid guy. Yeah, from Nevada. He lives in Nevada in the desert. It's not beautiful when you go across the desert. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Stay tuned. We're gonna just... take a look at their policies. <laughs> see how they're messing it up um i don't even know what to say uh this this harry reed fans bio is quite something uh to begin with but yeah he says social conservative fiscal liberal hater of reaganomics spendocrat pro-putin anti-degeneracy rural nevadan Lexalt's 2022, DeSantis 2024 from Searchlight Nevada. How are you a Harry Reid fan and you're also like, I love Ron DeSantis, so. I don't, I don't think I could describe any way better the average desert guy than like just showing you this. Yeah. There's so many people out here like this, Andrew, with like completely contradictory political views. Um, it's incredible. I See, yeah, I'm this. trying to determine if this is like a fake, like troll account, but it does not no. appear to be like, yeah, if it is, it's <laughs> not very. Yeah. Anyway. So this tweet, I think being a stop the steel obsessionist isn't as bad or unelectable as a full on anti-abortion extremist. One might lose moderates, but the other one drives liberals and non-voters to the poll. So, uh, okay. Uh, cool. you got a citations citation needed. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Harry Reid fan, for that amazing political commentary. And 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 uh, last, my contribution here. This comes from listener Ryan. Uh, 
who found an interesting political candidate. Um, where is it? He's a candidate Ronald, in Ronald Illinois. He's a candidate in Missouri. Oh, Missouri. Depending on which part of the website you look at, he's either uh, a Democratic candidate for United States Senate or uh, a candidate for Missouri's Sixth House of Representatives District <laughs> of the United States of America. Just whatever yeah. election's going on, he's in it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's got an interesting um, page on his website. The slug for it is the Marxist strategic conflict between Russia and Ukraine. Yeah. Um, so I studied communist political systems and philosophies at UMKC while I worked the weekends at the Menorah Medical Center. What you must understand about Marxist communism is that it is a belief system about the world very much like a religion. The communist of Russia, I love how he, he capitalized it, yeah. the communist of Russia, like it's a race or something, were and are true believing communist, i.e. like you believe in your religion, they believe in their Marxism. To understand the war between Ukraine and Russia, you have to understand some as aspects of the communist theory and strategy for the eventual world supremacy of the communist system. Anyhow, this is a spiel, man. Uh, yeah, Putin's current communist Marxist Russia strategy. Um, <laughs> Putin's a real Marxist. He really is. Like, listen to anything that guy says. He's always talking about, you yeah. know, the workers, workers' rights, you know, stuff like that. He's very concerned with that stuff. Mm -hmm. Anyway. <laughs> Anyhow, it's a funny guy. Um, uh, let's check in on the UK. Oh, okay, yeah. Let's see what's going on there. This is let's, a tweet wait, from... we got some UK music? Uh... Oh, uh, yeah. One moment. Um, where is it? So I've warmed in the micro wave. Them's the brakes. They have, they, they have been warmed in the micro wave, am I right? Blue. It can't Blue. be done. You're crazy. Blue. Konnichiwa, Watashi Nanamai Wa, Boris Johnson, London, Shishu Des. That's so American. Them's the brakes. Um, this is uh, a tweet from the Twitter account No Context UK Facebook. Um, and it's pulled a, Facebook, a post from a uh, Facebook post by Vance Walker to the Pontefract community page. Uh, and it's uh, got like an angry emoji. It says, absolutely fuming at the graffiti at the park today. Um, Fucking mangan in it. Can you, can you sort of describe what this sign and graffiti says, Aaron? <laughs> it is a Pontefract and District Aero Modelers Society. So I'm guessing like model airplanes. Yeah. It says, caution, model aircraft flying. And then somebody... It's, it says, caution, model aircraft flying area, but someone scratched out area and spray painted, is gay. So now it reads, caution, model aircraft flying is gay. Absolutely fuming. <laughs> Absolutely fuming at the graffiti at the park today. I think, I mean, like, obviously it's stupid graffiti, but I do like the idea that you would walk past it and then just become so angry that you need to post about it and be like, <laughs> like you know, I am personally only... insulted. <laughs> this is, this is like, you went extra far to track down the troll so you could deliver them a delicious pie. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Someone someone actually added an addendum to okay. the graffiti. I don't know if you've seen this. But someone someone wrote, Shut up! Come up with a better insult, idiot. Suck Fuck. your dad. Suck your dad. <laughs> Model aircraft flying is fucking minging. It's <laughs> fucking minging. Uh, anyway, yeah, that's well, what's going on to in see the what the what the top gear folks have to say about this. That's yeah. Um next we check in on um venture capitalist uh Mark Andreessen uh at P Mark A and I put an emphasis on P. Um <laughs> he uh uh tweeted um at the beginning of last month he tweeted Orwell was an optimist. <laughs> uh, just going to say uh absolutely dude for sure. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Next item we have, um, this is from someone who is a classical educator teaching art, renaissance of beauty, truth, and virtue. Uh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and they have to say breakups have to be the most cruel and unusual part of modern culture that actually did not exist at a time when humanity was more human. The reason you feel intense and unfathomable pain when they happen is because it's not supposed to happen at all, except via death. So... Um, yeah it's what? you know back in back in the classical period of like ancient greece and even you know the middle ages or whatever they definitely didn't have breakups uh and so you know it's all uh one of these uh debased um, modern phenomenons i'd actually like this person to watch a little documentary about that time period called outlander yeah. okay and tell me well they've got a whole thread here this sort says, of stuff didn't exist uh, listen, Aaron, when you're dating, you're not supposed to spiritually link to the person. You're not supposed to bond yourself in ways that unbiting becomes as painful as ripping off a limb or even pulling a hair. You date to find out basic things. When you fall in love, you get married. So. Anyway. Well, that's certainly how. Yeah, sure. You're saying I yeah. love you, but he hasn't even proposed marriage. That's stupid, bestie. Absolutely, dude, for sure. Um. <laughs> so Wow. Okay. Well. Yeah. All right. Uh, next, man. we check in on our boy, uh, Matty Churches. My. Uh, May Allah awaken the people. My chair. My chair is doing its thing again. Yeah. Ah. Okay. We do a little trolling. Right. It's called we do a little trolling. Um. Next, we check in on Matty Churches. Matt Iglesias. Uh. He he did some posts here. He said. Spent most of the day finally getting the garage organized. Growing up in Manhattan, I never dreamed I'd be able to achieve this level of dad. And this is a photo of um, a peg a pegboard um, that contains uh, what appears to be one 50-foot extension cord, um, a broom, a grill brush, an umbrella, three hammers all on the same hook. One One is like a... Like a geologist's rock hammer. Yeah. One like, looks like, like a normal a, sort of There's a normal hammer. claw hammer, there's a dead blow, and then yeah, there's like a like a nail like tack kind of thing. Yeah. Um <laughs> a duster brush, a pair of headphones, or possibly two pairs of headphones with the cords just hanging down. Um a double sided saw the from the weirdest saw I've ever seen. And that's it. <laughs> That's it. That's the entirety of his dad stuff. Um, what on earth? And it's all in one corner. So yeah. there's like all this empty space. 
Now, oh, but don't worry, he added more tools. Yeah, don't worry. He did follow up. He says added more tools. Um, and so what we've done here, okay, so we've we've moved the dead blow hammer to its own hook. We've added another regular hammer. Um, yeah. we've added one of those holders for screwdrivers that has like what is this like that six? Suck? Yeah, it it's like it can hold up to six screwdrivers, but it's only holding one. Um, and the see. way it holds a screwdriver is like it's gonna fall out. It's gonna knock that out. <laughs> uh, we've got a trowel. We've got a black case of some kind of tool, and then we have <laughs> uh what I believe to be the worst and most unforgivable sin of all: a corded black and decker drill. <laughs> <laughs> I the way I, he's got the cord wrapped up and it's like yeah, hanging the, weirdly. Um, first of all, Why no one should shoot? be buying anything from Black and Decker. <laughs> um, and also, you really should not be buying a corded drill unless you have a specific reason that you need, uh, like a corded drill specifically. Well, it needs like a lot. Of the, it needs a lot or, of power, you know, which is why you want the Black and Decker. <laughs> yeah. I think, you know, for like the Black and Decker drill is just ridiculous to me. But the thing that confuses me most of all is the umbrella just hanging there. Umbrella, Why? not a thing I consider putting on a pegboard because I like. Do you? Do you I would use put that in my car or something. Yeah. Do you use the umbrella in the garage? Yeah. <laughs> Strange. Also, I'm just noticed to the left. What is that? It's like a, there's like a handle thing with a little green part around it. Yeah, I thought that was a Nerf dart at first. <laughs> Like, I don't, why, like, what, why? I don't know. I don't know what's going on here. This is like, uh, this is like baby's first toolkit kind of thing or something. Worse than Very that, strange. almost. Um, it, it's just sort of funny. Imagine it. I'm imagining <laughs> how utterly messy my basement is with tools. So, yeah. Yeah, this I mean, is, maybe I should shut pathetic. up. <laughs> well, no, you've probably got a lot of gardening implements, right? I mean, I've got a lot of stuff. It's not definitely not organized. It's it's pretty bad in there right now. But yeah, well, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't brag about it. That's for sure. On the yeah, well, uh, the bragging razor, which we did not discuss in the list of <laughs> says that uh, you know. Anyway, um, and finally, we have um from the account uh, facts lives matters. <laughs> um, says here. Their bio says, proud New Yorker, populism is a disease. Don't believe me. Look at mega and the left. Um, oh, and then this, oh, is okay. their, this is their pinned tweet. Joe Manchin of Ruby Red, West Virginia, has done more to address the climate crisis than Bernie Sanders. Says a lot, doesn't it? Excuse me? I would note that the uh, senator from coal country. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> literally his whole thing in senate has been like trying to keep coal going longer than you know it really has been viable so my answer is something called science yeah it's it's it, it, how, how how what what yeah. what how could you possibly even accidentally even if you were attempting to construct an argument in bad faith like uh how 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 what what <laughs> What did Joe Manchin do ever? What? Yeah, I don't know. Bizarre. Bizarre. Weird. Uh, strange. Anyway. Got some 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 real interesting people online. That's uh This is this has been uh This has been oh absolutely dude for sure. 
I just had a vision pop into my head of an of a an alternate dimension where the the cultural hegemon of the world wasn't the United States and mm. instead it was New Zealand. Yeah. And I pictured a society so and world where everyone was happy and chill and good natured. Yeah. And it was so good. For a second Ooh, I glimpsed baby. it, Andrew. We need to We need to live that Auckland lifestyle. I've been saying this. We, so yeah. Man. Um anyway. Well, uh, maybe maybe Joe Brandon will help us get there, huh? Yeah, hopefully. Um so here's the thing. Uh here's the, the uh, thing. Here, here's the thing. Uh now let's be honest. <laughs> Uh, so, um, the Build Back Better bill. Uh, A sweet, beautiful face. Okay, go ahead. The Build, the build Back Better bill is, uh, back uh, and better. Yeah. Uh, it's been resurrected. Um, and one of the, one of the key provisions of it will be the hiring of 87,000 new IRS agents. Uh, oh, cool! With the objective of actually trying to, you know, do uh, actual like tax enforcement, mm-hmm. and conservatives do not like this at all, um, and they they have many things to say about it. Um, things such as uh, Biden's regime is hiring eighty seven thousand new IRS agents, buying the IRS forty five hundred guns and five million rounds of ammunition. The IRS. No one has said it, but I think the government is preparing for a coup, revolution, or civil war because of their commie <laughs> socialist agendas. What? Uh, the IRS? The IRS are the black shirts? Why does the IRS <laughs> need 87,000 new employees? They're creating a Gestapo force right in front of us. <laughs> uh, they're coming for us. They want to lock up 18 million Americans who own guns and support Trump. It's coming. Uh, and then Ted May Cruz posted a video. Uh, he, he posted a video that says the Manchin-Schumer bill will create 87,000 new um, IRS agents to target regular everyday Americans. Stop Biden's shadow army. Uh, Biden is built. This is what this uh, this uh, video. Uh, Biden is building an army of 87,000 new IRS agents to hunt you down and take your money. Stop Biden's shadow army. They that's, can they can hunt me down and take everything. I got nothing. What? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mike Pompeo says, "How long before these new IRS agents are auditing American soldiers, Uber drivers, waitresses, machinists, and cops?" Um, you know, fair play trying to appeal to like the working class, but I I don't think that generally 
poor folks are the ones committing tax fraud. Um, I mean, there is something to the point that that mostly the IRS I, I targets th- working yes. people. This but is true. The but reason that's, is because there aren't not... that many IRS agents. Yeah. <laughs> and also they don't that's... have enough to attack the people who they need. <laughs> and also that's not what the Republicans are actually worried about. That's what they're pretending to be worried about. What they're right. actually, you know, their actual concern is they think taxation is theft. They shouldn't have to pay taxes. They don't want us to have any of the services that are paid for with taxes. Um, and they don't want to be investigated for tax fraud. So they're against this because it could actually feasibly affect them personally. Uh, well, they read that, the books. They read the manuals. You yeah. know what I mean? They, they, that, they understand. That can't, that can't happen. So um, it says here, here's a, from user Twitter user at political math. I cannot say how dangerous this is. They claim this is about reporting income, but it's about tracking money. The goal is to create a money tracking regime that knows exactly what you are doing with your money all the time. This will become full-time financial surveillance. Uh, and then a reply to this, <laughs> a reply to this by someone who says, I have a family member in a major city who does all their work under the table, but it's through Venmo and other electronic payment apps. All of that income is not reported, saving them thousands in taxes every year. This is not going to hurt the people they think it will. So, yeah, that's great is to go online on Twitter and say, I uh, have a family member who is not paying taxes. Who's and I'm cheating cons- their taxes. I'm, I'm concerned that uh, Biden's, uh, you know, effort to audit people who aren't paying their taxes may uh, harm my, my family member who's not paying taxes. So This isn't like mask off. This is like, what, masks? What? Yeah. Why would I do that? My <laughs> thought on this is that if you uh, are worried about you know, being investigated for tax fraud or whatever, simply don't do tax fraud. Uh, yeah. You know, I get that our tax system is ridiculous, um, you know, and can be quite complicated, but I think for a lot of people, uh, your taxes are, are relatively straightforward. If you're not like an oligarch who owns like multiple properties and investments or whatever. If you if you are if you're a wage slave and they you know withhold it from your paycheck or whatever, yeah. you're pretty much golden as long as you have your withholding set correctly. I don't know. I don't. I don't like defending the IRS, but like, come on, you know, come on. <laughs> yeah, this isn't this isn't it. Yeah. Um. Come on, man. There, Matt slaps at it. We haven't had Matt Schlapp on here in a while. Yeah, so there was a vote in a uh, in Kansas. There was a um, uh, they they have a c- amendment in their constitution that protects the right uh, of abortion, and there was a ballot initiative to repeal this um, that was initiated by uh, you know pro life anti abortion activists, and it lost, mm. and it lost like sixty thirty or something like that. Uh, and what, what anti-abortion activists are trying to take from this is that, um, this actually isn't a, a rebuke of their, you know, beliefs or their attempts at policy making. Actually, actually, we didn't lose actually. Uh, (laughs) yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of commentary about it. Uh, says, you know, losing anti-abortion referendum in Kansas cranked voter turnout by a staggering amount, flagging a massive new problem for Republicans. And Matt Schlapp says, this is a false analysis. Kansas is a strongly pro-life state that does not want to take timid steps as this 
uh, referendum was. Ironically, the pro-choice crowd in Kansas should have embraced it as it is the best case scenario for them. So it's basically saying, yeah, no, we didn't actually lose. Listen, despite the fact that voters uh, turned out in a record number for a midterm election to vote this down, repealing abortion down, uh, Kansas is actually strongly pro-life. Um, and my source for that is that I made it up. So, yeah. Um, next, we have Eric, son of Eric, um, who says, how many Kansans who are generally pro-life but not plugged in went to the polls, read the ballot language and thought, I don't want to let the legislature pass abortion laws. I'm pro-life. And then he has like a, uh, um, you know, a quote from the uh, actual section of the Constitution that would have been a... Um, you know, repealed. Um, but I would note here that the wording of this question was created by uh, the folks who created the referendum, which was anti-abortion yeah. folks. So, like, this is right. still your own fault. Uh, <laughs> you know, you can't go, oh, well, it was worded wrong, and so it confused people. Yeah, who 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 did that? <laughs> yeah. So they're just been generally coping and seething and trying to say, like, no, listen, actually. Um, despite all of the evidence, the American public actually does agree with us. Uh, so, you know, we'll get there eventually or whatever. <laughs> so that's fine. Regardless of whether we have to do it by democracy or some other means, but yeah. we're, we're really, mm -hmm. you know, I think they're, yeah, they're going to use this to clamp down on voting and be like, well, listen, you know, like, uh, you know, the folks who vote may be expressing a certain preference, but we all know that actually, you know, most, you know, the actual, you know, uh, citizens of Kansas are pro-life. And so we'll just go ahead and enact that because uh, we know that, you know. So, yeah, we're more in fine. tune. Don't worry about it. Don't don't ask us any follow up questions. <laughs> Speak of people who don't know anything. today that you were going to pick like a really downbeat one and I'm like I don't know if I can do that <laughs> like I don't know if I can handle it being like and I don't want the world to see uh, you know it's <laughs> <laughs> I was going to start singing Iris so there you go <laughs> <laughs> it's always Iris it always comes back to Iris baby's black balloon makes a fly <laughs> Um, yeah. Um, so bank of America, I don't know if you've heard lately, but, uh, unemployment is down. Jobs are up. We'll talk about this later. Uh, cause this is all the doing of dark Brandon, um, mm -hmm. low employment. I think many folks, uh, would sort of intuitively understand to be a good thing, right? It's, it's generally good that people Less are people making are unemployed. money. Yeah. More people um, are employed. That's good, right? Yeah. More people are employed, which in an economy that, you know, that, that requires employment more or less, uh, as a condition of living and getting healthcare and things like that, you know, that is, uh, 
necessarily a good thing. Um, so, uh, but you would be wrong. In fact, according to bank of America, um, Oh, well, they've surely never gotten us into any trouble before. uh, Let's hear them out. No. Yeah. They've, 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 uh, they've had a little private memorandum, uh, leaked to the intercept, uh, bank of America executive who stated that his hopes for the conditions for America, American workers might get materially worse. Uh, this is from a mid-year review. Okay. Um, okay. Ethan Harris says, expressed grave concerns over the leverage that workers have at the moment. By the end of next year, we hope the ratio of job openings to unemployed is down to the more normal highs of the last business cycle. Uh, because, uh, <laughs> you don't yeah. You get too carried away here. <laughs> right. Um, you know, because basically, uh, workers have too much leverage right now and they don't like that, you know, cause they're going to have to like pay people more money. Um, yeah, like that. So I, I, they're going to make a recession happen. <laughs> yeah, no, we're, we've already seen that. Um, yeah, you know, uh, jobs are up. They were up incredible, like much higher than anticipated last month. Yeah. And still the fed is, uh, you know, um, trying to raise rates by like another 0.75 percent they're just like you know why not we gotta we gotta we gotta chasten the workers you know yeah what what could go wrong these 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 poor people haven't had it bad enough for the 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 past freaking 20 odd years yeah. <laughs> it's you know it's good to get confirmation that they they are saying what we suspect that they you know are saying in private like that we have proof of that kind of thing you know yeah i bet it's even worse than this to be honest like i, right. I like i can't imagine I, the 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 amount of like misanthropy it's just like the just hatred of human beings and and their own like high estimation of themselves has got to be off the charts because i mean there's no way they could keep doing what they're doing without that delusion, you know? Right. Yeah. Uh, next yeah, we have, um, are you familiar with the, uh, the dark Brandon meme? I was looking at, I was, I was Google. I was a uh, Twitter searching dark Brandon this morning just for fun. Yeah. So, so this yeah. is, you know, there was, there was MAGA for Trump and then there was like dark MAGA, which was supposed to be like, you know, he's coming back or whatever. Um, yeah. But this has been co-opted and turned into dark Brandon. Um, folks joking about Joe Biden. Um, good tweet here. In the past week, top Al-Qaeda leader killed. Cinema agrees to uh, the uh, Build Back Better deal. Finland and Sweden approved to NATO. Chips and Pact Act passed. Uninsured rated 8%. 50 days of decreasing gas prices. 76 judges confirmed you will kneel to dark Brandon. Um you know, and I just want to say, uh, personally, I fully support Dark Brandon. It's good. Obviously, <laughs> you know, any any impression that Joe Biden gives off of actually being incompetent is just a ruse. I think it's fair to say. So yeah, um, he's he's actually playing everybody. Yeah, you know, listen, he uh, had COVID, and yet he still wiped an Al Qaeda leader off the map. So <laughs> he had know. he had COVID twice, right? Did I? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did it's I miss over, that? Jack. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty insane oh. that Dark Brandon sniped Al- Ayman al-Zawahiri off a balcony with a drone while Trump was golfing with the Saudis, uh, another person says. so. 
Um, I just like this photo of Joe Biden with an eye patch and a beard. Yeah. Like a full beard. Yeah. If he actually looked like this, he would overwhelmingly win re-election, is my, oh. my personal belief. So Absolutely. Started only wearing a black suit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but of course, there are folks who think that Dark Brandon actually is a, is a uh, harmful meme. When he says Dark Brandon oh. is basically what happens when liberals try to express their latent feelings of power and superiority through collective action and strong leadership. Basically, it's a fascistic impulse neutered by irony. Um, given that it's a it's a uh, play on another meme of Dark Mega, I think that it may not be that serious. I think it's yeah. <laughs> I think my my professional opinion uh, is that few understand this. Um, and it's, it's fine, you know, like yeah. in a kingly manner, dark Brandon will, uh, solve all of our problems. I feel like unfortunately or fortunately it's here to stay. And I think that this stuff is just repurposed people being joking on the internet. Right. It's like yeah, right. liberals see this picture and go, Ooh, cool. But like, only to themselves like this is not convincing anybody else nobody's seeing this and be like oh well, you know if, what if you maybe he's pretty cool if you underestimate joe brandon you will regret this you know that's <laughs> that's the thing you have to keep in mind so yeah anyway. so true hey how, how before we go can, can i ask about your woodworking no hey stop the I, ha- music. I don't, don't have an update <laughs> <laughs> hey mention the patreon <laughs> oh yeah we should hey um Go on, get go, go on the Patreon, dicks. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> don't be stupid. Suck your dad. <laughs> suck, suck your dad. It's uh, Mangan. Go <laughs> open, open your internet browser and go to Patreon and find good stuff. And I had to explain to somebody how to log into their email, and I said. All right, open a web browser on your... You have your phone? Like, yeah, okay. Open your web browser on your phone. Uh, what phone do you have? Is it a Android or... Uh, it's a Google... It, it just says internet. Here, I hit internet. I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> I, I hit the internet, and that's how I go to the things. Okay. Um, And, like, it's like I couldn't describe to them how to internet, how to get to a website. Right. Like, anything I would say, they were like, uh... And I was like, I sorry, envy this person, I would like I to mean, know how I would like to not know how to use Internet, you know, I guess. But like, then it becomes my problem because well, they can't yeah. do their job. Like, that's the thing that's annoying is it's like there's people who still H-T-T-P think HTTP colon. It's like it's like somebody going to a car like this person's a substitute teacher. So they're not contracted with us. They want to work. And they're like, in order to find out when there's jobs, you know, I need to have my email working. Right. So like it this is like going to a car dealership, test driving several cars, talking with the person, the negotiating, you finally buy the car, they they do the handshake, they hand you the keys and then you go, "Well, now what?" <laughs> how do I how do I use this thing? It's like uh, that's a you problem, dude. Yeah. But man, um. I don't think we used enough soundboard clips in this episode. So let's just sort of unload. You're I feel like end. we were a little, yeah. You, you go, and then I'll go. Uh, oh, damn, son, where'd you find this? When it comes to the seduction of women, <laughs> you are watching a master at work. Oh, this is this is this is probably 
this is one of my favorites. Um, here we go. Cool. But what the hell, boy? What the hell, boy? Then they did dump. I became worse. They call them dumps. Big, massive dumps. I became worse. Oh, in honor of Alex Jones getting owned, I've got to. Do you understand that? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. How is there always one more yes? Go ahead, sir. You I had a question. I got it. <laughs> Every single time, it's Alex. like, we'll get him next are, you, are you editing these and adding more yeses? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Yes. <laughs> I keep thinking it's going to end. Like I have, you know, that feeling of anticipation. Uh-huh. I'm like, okay, okay, there. It's but it's it's always one more than that. Floyd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right Bruh. now, I am completely disoriented. Experience itself was everything I'd ever hoped for and right. more. We've got 115 Visiting minutes. With Hewell Hauser, is made possible <laughs> one hour, 15 through a minutes. grant from the Ralph M. Parsons Foundation. Look over we here, prob- Louie. We should okay. probably, we should probably stop. I have no idea what I'm doing. I was not prepared for this. I'm trying and I'm learning. Thank you for your patience. There's so many mistakes I have already made, but I'm working to be better day by day and i think i'm gonna make it but for now i'll say i have no idea what i'm doing i have no idea what i'm doing